Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 125 of the Trevor Olson Show. Wednesday, May the 4th, be with Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, uh, 2022. I am Trevor Olson, your host. What's going on? Oh, my, the levels are really loud. There we go. Back to normal. Adjusting to regular levels, folks. They were hot. The last couple episodes, uh, because the last couple episodes had my sister uh, in town. The last episodes had my sister in town. The last couple of episodes that we did, my sister was in town. And so we just set the mic up in between the two of us and cranked up the volume to pick us both up. But she is now on a plane back to Michigan, uh, heading back home. So things getting back to normal for me out here in Los Angeles, California. I no longer have the burden of, of, of familial commitment. I have escaped it. I have escaped it. And she is, is uh, flying home at 600 miles an hour, 500 miles an hour, getting away from me. Two weeks was far too many. Next time, we're doing a 10-day cap. 10 days in, I stopped paying for anything. It's not like I was paying for everything. I basically just started making her pay for everything. 10 days in, I was like, listen, I've got to pay rent. Uh... You know, I got, uh, you know, gas is $8. It's time you start chipping in for some Italian food at Michelli's. So next time, 10 days is the cap. Uh, you know, we, we, did, we did everything we wanted to do, folks. We, we, there was a couple things we didn't do um, on a list. That was it. We, we, we considered taking a day trip to San Diego, and then we wanted—I wanted her to experience uh, some Bikram yoga, some you know the rapey guy. Wanted her to uh, experience his creation. You know, it's not rapey anymore. Just if you're if he's teaching you, it can be. But he's in Mexico, I think. Uh, but we didn't get around to the hot yoga, nor the San Diego trip. I should have, and uh, I didn't. It's my fault. I should have said yes to a gig where I, I, I that I got offered uh, down in San Diego. But the gig was shit pay. It was like two hundred, whatever, fifty, eighty dollars. Uh, for a drive to San Diego and to play for a couple hours and drive back. And that's just no money. I'm not interested in not making any money. So, but I should have said yes to it because it would have at least paid for the trip. And, and Aaron and I could have could have driven down for the day, done the gig, hung out and driven back at night. It would have been fun since neither of us have been to the San Diego area. We could have popped in, said hello to Jocko Willink, watched him hit some waves on the beach, learn about leadership together. 
We could have done this, folks, but I said no to the gig because of my pride. Come on, I need I need at least five hundred dollars. Drive to San Diego. That's a long. It's a two and a half hour drive minimum. Not including traffic. No, I including traffic. Two and a half hours. Uh, two hours to play. Two and a half hours back. It's an all day trip. I can't do that for two eighty. I can't do it. Now a lot of people will say you got to say yes to everything. I'm sick of doing that. I did that for years, and I probably should continue to do it, but I'm not. $500, and you've got me. You've got me for $500. And that's not a lot of money for that big, large of a commitment. That's no money, in fact, for a full-day commitment to go do that. But um, we, So we, we, didn't, we didn't do yoga. You know, We didn't meet Bikram. We didn't see Jocko Willink. We didn't go to San Diego. We didn't learn about leadership. But we did a lot of other things. We did the, the touristy Hollywood sign. You know, we went to, uh, I think it's called Hollywood Lake Park, or Lake Hollywood Park, something like that. Uh, you know, we didn't want to have to do the 8.8 mile hike. My sister didn't want to take the, her heels off. She didn't want to dirty her dress. And so we, uh, we, 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 we didn't hike. You know, there was, there's, a, there's a number, half a dozen options where you can do three miles, 3.3, 5, 8. And Aaron was like, yeah, let's just drive up to it. I was like, yeah, okay, fair enough. And so we, we, we did that. Uh, we ate at Michelli's restaurant as previously mentioned. She, was, she uh, offered to buy dinner which was sweet of her. and uh, But I got paid that day. So I said, you know what, sis? Uh, you know what? Uh, we'll go 50-50. This time, 50-50. But uh, Michelli's fantastic restaurant. We went to the Hollywood Boulevard one, the one in, in Hollywood. And it's one of the, uh, LA's uh, oldest Italian restaurants, a fantastic restaurant we had delicious uh what did i have spaghetti spinoli i have no idea i can't remember what it's called uh sissa sicilonia sissa sicily yeah spaghetti sicily no it was just nice folks we had some good see i'm not that cultured yet uh we just had some good italian food had a glass of wine listened to this frail old woman play the grand piano uh wonderful time and we we really hit we hit the boxes, folks. Um, and uh, I even even was kind enough to drive her to the airport at six a.m. this morning. I considered bailing on this podcast out of sheer laziness. Uh, uh, I'm I, I'm getting back into the routine now, and I almost ditched the podcast. I was like, uh, whatever. I'll do it tomorrow. But here we are in the afternoon. Typically down in the morning, but that is all right. In the afternoon here on Wednesday, still on schedule. But I'm a little sleepy, having gotten up a bit early. My sleep patterns are all off. All off. I'm a 7.30 guy, and I've been sleeping till noon. I've been sleeping till 2. I've been getting up at 6. I mean, you know, it's just been... 
it's just been all over the place and I can feel the last two weeks. I feel good. I just feel, I just need uh, like two, three days of good, good sleep. Getting back into a routinized fashion. Regulating my circadian rhythms. That is what I need, folks. It's good to break the pattern. Don't get me wrong. It's good to break the pattern. But it's also good to have a productive pattern. But we had a great couple weeks, folks. I drank a lot. The most I've drank in, a year, in like two years. And when I say drank a lot, I mean like we went out probably half a dozen times, you know, two weeks, half a dozen times, a considerable amount for 14 days. Uh, and, you know, I had, I'd have a couple glasses here, a couple glasses there, never more than three drinks. Um, but I am drinking straight whiskey or, or straight bourbon. I'm having old fashions. I'm having, uh, you know, Buffalo Trace on the rocks. I'm having uh, just whiskey. So it's straight liquor. But I'm a, I pace myself, and I'm pretty, I'm, I've always been a responsible drinker. And so we, we just, we had a great time. And really, uh, was never really even hungover, um, apart from being a little sleepy from staying up till 5 in the morning. And then getting up at 2, it's just, it's, it's like your body doesn't know what's going on. But again, I think it's good to break out of those patterns and I'm anxious to get back to it. I was in a great writing groove prior to my sister's uh, arrival here in Los Angeles and I'm going to be getting back into it now that her and I uh, have parted ways. I'm going to be getting back to writing and I'm going to be starting some recording here. I, I am. It's time for me to work on the next project. Work on the next project and uh, and start some recording. I find it difficult to write and record at the same time. It's just it seems as because I'm re doing the recording myself. So uh, when I when I'm writing, I'm writing. When I'm recording, I'm recording. It seems like when I'm playing, I'm playing. I keep them all differentiated for for one reason or another. But gonna get back into a, a routine uh, and just start start working, start working again. I'm getting today's just been a a clean up day. My God, women in the bathroom, they're wild animals. I've had to clean the my the, you know my sister and I were sharing my bathroom. Uh, you know, I mean, it's like she's going bald. You just you're finding hair everywhere. Uh, you just you'll find makeup splattered in the sink. Uh, just just disgusting, uh, preposterous. Uh, you know, bits and pieces of things here and there, and dust and dirt, and I mean, my God, it's made me realize how. Uh, how much of a cleanly person I've become over the years, but just getting things back in order, getting things, you know, take taking out the, you know, the, you know, just washing all the towels, doing some laundry, washing my sheets, 
which I didn't do. You know, I'm a, I'm a weekly sheet washer. Weekly sheet washer. Uh, you know, so I missed it for a couple weeks, being busy, kicking it in Santa Monica at the beach. So just, just you know, washing sheets, doing washing towels, washing clothes. Uh, it's just lots of washing today. And... Yeah, that's been my day. Uh, like I said, brought Aaron back to brought Aaron to the airport this morning. A little bit of a, a what I thought, you know, I, I thought I brought her to the wrong place at first. You know, it, it was as if I brought her to baggage claim, where at Terminal Three at LAX. But she needed obviously, you know, baggage claims at the end. But it, I hadn't been to the LAX airport Terminal Three before. I don't think I have. And uh, all you have to do is take the stairs up top. And it was early. You know, you take the stairs, you take the escalator, and uh, there's check-in. Check-in is right above baggage claim, Terminal 3. And I told her that it was all upstairs because we thought we were in the wrong place. But I ran in and checked. I was like, no, 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 check-in's upstairs. And she's like, I need to get the baggage claim for the bags. I'm like, no. no. And I, it was so early, and I was just kind of out of it. And I was... You know, it's the airport. It's stressful. You want to be early. You want to. You don't want to miss your flight. And so I was like, no, no it's just, it's all upstairs, Aaron. Get get out of my sight. Go. And Aaron is this tiny little thing, and she's got three. I wish I could have helped her. I would have. But uh, I, as soon as I parked, immediately somebody was like, "You can't park here." And I was like, "I know. I read the signs. I'm helping my sister." But she had three very large bags uh, to transport, which we, which I would find difficult myself. The three, and, you know, and she's having to lug them around. But I just, I handed them all off to her. I got her I, as far along as I could. I said, "Good luck. Everything's upstairs. Bye bye." Haven't heard from her, so it, it, it's. Uh, I'm assuming no news is good news. I would have heard from her had she missed her flight. Um, so no news is good news as far as I'm concerned. So wonderful to have her. Uh, wonderful time. A lot of fun had. You know, the most fun I've had probably this whole time out here. I've had some good times, but that was just uh, two weeks of, of lots of fun. And so... We wish her a safe flight back to Michigan. I know she'll be back out here at some point. I'll be going to Michigan at some point. I don't know when. I would like to go in July to get back for the summer to see my family. Um, and so, but nothing set in stone. I'm, I'm supposed to be a part of a bachelor party in July. I'm potentially... There's a family reunion in July. I'm potentially going to Sweden in July for a festival. There's just all sorts of things going on in July. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it back home. I'm going to have to perhaps push it off until August. But I do know that I want to go back home and see my family. I want to make that effort consistent. It, it, it's requiring constant effort even just to stay in touch and I'm not saying that in a, in a in a burdensome way I'm just saying it is what it is if you want to 
continue to remain, uh, continue to maintain rather the relationships with those back home. If I do, not you. If I do, I have to make the effort because otherwise, as far as calling and FaceTiming and and keeping in touch, because because otherwise the time just goes by and everyone's busy and we're working and we're on different schedules and we've got a lot of different things going on. So. So I haven't FaceTime home in a couple of weeks. I haven't not talked to my family. Um, but also, my sister was uh, my main uh, uh, point of attention for the last couple of weeks. You know, she was my, my number one priority. It wasn't writing. It wasn't working. You know, it was hanging out with her because I hadn't seen her in three months. I haven't seen anyone in any, any, any family in three months. So as many of you know, uh, Family is very important to me. So, a wonderful trip. Getting back to normal. How many times can I say it? Getting back to normal. We're in May, folks. Uh, can you believe it? My favorite, one of my favorite months. One of my favorite months, especially back in Michigan. It'll, I'm, I'm curious to see what May will be like out here. It's going to start getting warmer my sister wasn't uh she was a little bummed out that the day she leaves you know it's going to be 87 and tomorrow 84 and then 85 you know upper 80s for the next three days which she did get to experience while she was here but it's a, it's a beautiful day out here today and i've been inside all day so i, I don't know i wouldn't know but um we've got some beautiful weather coming up I like May in Michigan because that's when all the birds come. It's when you've just been hibernating. You're like a, a grizzly bear. You're all fat and tucked away, tucked away in a den. And you're stuck there for, you know, six months. And then all of a sudden May comes around and all of a sudden all the snow melts it's, and, and the sun comes out and all the buds start happening on the trees, the trees start budding, the birds come, the orioles, the blue jays, the, the indigo buntings, the, the, the uh, tanagers, the robins, they all come and it's, it, life resumes. Life resumes, folks. When you've got six months of winter, it slows things down. It slows everything down because you just can't do certain things when weather will not permit those things to take place. You can't really get out so much uh, if it's you negatives. You know, you can. You can have the right gear, but you can't just really, you know, you're not really going to go for a walk in shorts. You know, let's go walk by the lake. It's like no, you, you'll you'll die, so you have to you your your routine changes on a on a semi annual basis. It alters. You have to alter it, um, and it's a nice way of breaking the year up into sections. It's just a natural way that the year gets broken up. I know I've only been in L.A. for coming up on four months. However, I'm I'm already. Uh, it's easy to forget that in other parts of the country it's still cold because it's nice here. It's just sunny. It's sunny in '87. It's sunny in '75. The old cliche. 
that's it. That's pretty much the weather. And, and, and I, from what I'm hearing, the summer gets very hot, especially where I'm at in uh, my undisclosed location here in Los Angeles, California. It's easy to forget that it's 30 back home. You know, it's 32. You go, oh shit, it's still really cold back home. That's right. They just lost all their snow. It's easy to forget, folks, but May uh, May is here. May is upon us. And uh, yeah, it, we're moving forward. Moving forward. I just paid all my bills today. That's always fun. That's always fun. Pay the old phone bill. Pay the old rent. Pay yourself. I am. I have been good about that. I, I do pay. I still, almost always, for many years, have been, uh, as they say, paying yourself. You know, you pay, pay yourself first. And uh, so I've been able to maintain that out here. That was something I wanted to be able to do because, you know, this is the most expensive place that I've lived. And it's good for me. It, it really is good. It is good. It's, 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 it's great, folks. It's, we, we love it. Can't you tell? Can't you tell? I love it. No, it, it's, it's just it's what it is. And I knew that coming out here. And uh, it's good. It's, it gives me some responsibility. There you go. Makes you think of, uh, you know, other ways to make money. Makes you brainstorm, I guess. Sell your body. Sell drugs. You know, it, you just lean into the uh, more criminal means of revenue. Just lean into it a bit more. That's all. You go, okay, I get it. I get it. But we're heading into the summer and uh, excited. Well, again, it already feels like summer to me, so it's kind of like, what, what are we heading into? It's just going to get really hot out here. It's going to get very hot, and uh, everybody keeps telling me, you know, get ready get ready for it. But I pride myself in being able to withstand hot and cold temperatures. I have managed cold temperatures my whole life, and uh, I know it's different, but I get in a 175-degree sauna every day, nearly every day. And I know it's a different heat. You know, I'm doing it for 20 minutes. So it will be different, uh, you know, if it's 110 degrees outside and I, I want to go for a walk and then I, I have a heat stroke. But I think I'll be fine. I pride myself in being able to withstand uh, adversity, different types of adversity. Typically physical adversity, especially. Physical pain at the gym. It's like pushing myself mentally, physically at the gym. The gym is such a good place to build character. Just build yourself up physically, mentally, emotionally. Maybe not emotionally. But no, but emotionally too. It, 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 it integrates. You're able to get better control of your emotions in the gym. You, in the gym. you can sort of grab them and mold them a bit more instead of letting them run loose and run wild. You can shape them into positive forward momentum. You can shape anger into something positive. You can shape sadness into something positive, anxiety into something positive. You can shape it 
and use it as an energy source to get physically stronger and mentally stronger. And in getting mentally and physically stronger, you have better control of yourself. And then the cycle, it's an ever, it's an upward spiral. To those who have more shall be given, as the old proverb goes. Um, and I'm trying to read uh, Think and Grow Rich, which I think is, uh, I don't know, I just, I've listened to so many pragmatic and practical people give great life advice through podcasts, through books, through audiobooks, through lectures, through dialogues. So whenever a book is has a little bit of what seems to be like salesy bullshit in it, it really stands out to me now. And I'm not saying the book is bullshit. I mean it's sold fucking 70 drill, you know, billion copies. I think it's sold 70 million copies. Um but I, I read the first chapter and it's just, and it's all about desire. You know, have a desire. And it gets, it gets into the sort of mythic, mystical, you know, feel it. Really feel that you have the money. Believe that you have it. And it's, it's like, it's taking fake it till you make it to the utmost extreme. It's, it's, it's a level of delusion. Now, I think there's absolute benefits to believing in yourself, obviously. But it's another thing. I don't know. I just. I, I don't know. I have to read more of the book. I have to, I'm reading a couple books right now. So. Um, I'm just. I'm just. I'm not sure of it. it. When. When. You know. Just feel it, man. Just have a burning desire, man. It's like. Well. Can you give me more than that? It's like. I'm. I obviously want this. But then you know. It's. I. It's also just one of those things. It's. It's. It's good. It's simple. And it's, it's just something you kind of need to hear over and over again. You know, go to the gym. How many times has everybody said that? It's like, oh yeah, that's right. I need to keep doing that. So there are certain things it's, that are good to hear over and over again. And I suppose there's something beneficial to being reminded, like, if you want to be successful, whatever that means to you, you have to have an insatiable hunger and an insatiable desire to achieve specific results and that's obvious but uh, as it's obvious to me now but you know if I was 15 and read read that for the first time that might like blow my mind I remember hearing guys like CT Fletcher and and uh, just people people talking about obsession and in order to succeed you have to be obsessed you have to be obsessed you have to be obsessed and I don't know if that's true. I think you have to be consistent and and put in daily effort for years. Now, maybe somebody can argue that that's an obsession, but I can you could also just argue that it's just a form of commitment. Um and I think it's a healthier, more balanced way of doing it. But again, I'm I'm uh, you know, who am I? There's 12 of you listening to me. So uh, I could be very well be wrong. Maybe you do need to be, in order to become uh, great at something, perhaps you do need to be obsessed. I think you just have to be committed, though. I think you just have to want it and be committed. I want this 
I want this thing. Here's what I'm willing to sacrifice in order to get it. And again, perhaps you could argue that's an obsession. But again, I think if you're just disciplined, you can still be very, very, very successful. If you're consistent and you're, you regularly work hard and you're willing to do that for years and years and years and years and years, then uh, you'll, you'll succeed. It's kind of inevitable from what I can tell. You have to, right? You have to. And maybe not. Maybe not. I think it's some art. You know, there's definitely people out there who made it, so to speak, um, after they died as artists. But again, it's like, you know, what is making it? You have to, you have to define that yourself. You know, I was making it being healthy and, and having financial stability? Or is it uh, being healthy and, and being uh, a billionaire? There's a difference. There's a difference. So I, I don't know, folks. I don't know. Commit, be disciplined, work hard, keep showing up. That's it. Just be consistent. That's the biggest thing, I think. And I've been consistently drinking with my sister, but we're, we're taking a break now. <laughs> uh, from, from that type of behavior, I'm sure a lot of you are worried about me. I'm sure a lot of you are worried about me. And you should be. Uh, that's the show, folks. You shouldn't be. Things are fine. Um, uh, we'll be back. On Saturday, as you know, Patreon episode. Again, if you'd like to sign up and support the show, patreon.com slash Trevor Olson. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a fantastic rest of your week. Keep doing your thing. Keep moving forward, folks. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.